Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey, hi, all. Welcome you all to the another interesting episode, the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode, we have our guest, Ms. Pallavi Podar, a senior HR professional who has a vast experience of about 18 years working across different organizations. Hi, Pallavi. Welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. Hi, Abhijit. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I think I'm glad that Springworks have invited me over for this podcast and I'll be happy to share my thoughts. So let me first introduce myself. I'm Pallavi Podar. I'm a senior HR professional. 2004, I passed out from SEMHRD. And after that, mul- worked with multiple organizations, starting with St. Gobain, which is a building material organization. Then I was with Nestle, which I think most of you would have heard about, an FMCG company. Then I was with Schneider. And the last, I was uh, with Ingersoll Rand. So I was heading HR for India, Middle East, and Africa. I had multiple, I mean, I would say almost all facets of HR is what I have covered, starting from talent acquisition to talent management, to reorganization, to change management, uh, to business partnering. So everything in HR is what I have kind of handled. And, uh, you know, if I have to talk about a little bit about myself, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, coming from a business family, something, you know, that enterprising nature is there automatically comes in with, with me. And I think that makes me a very perfect HR leader because I can manage or I would I can balance my business sense with the HR deliverables. You know, talking to people, understanding people and really what gives me a bigger kick in life is that how am I helping my future generation? You know, I mean, all of us have a career of just 40 years. In that 40 yeah. years, I mean, I've already spent 18 years. So, you know, what for me, that gives me the additional kick is that the younger people are younger lot who's coming, who will be our futures and that will, that will ensure sure that there's a legacy, there's a sustainability. Mm-hmm. Great, great, Palavi. That was an impressive one. And uh, yes, uh, as you know, like uh, you know from an uh, entrepreneurial background and also uh, business family, definitely you'd love to uh, serve people as well. And that's that's being a right, say, like a uh, right fit for an HR person. So thanks for your introduction as well. So you uh, work with different industries and as you said, you have got a vast experience. So this would be a right question for you. Say, as you know, the work style and the work uh, behavior of an employee has completely changed right now. And the style of leading the business operations and also servicing the clients also changes. So you have to uh, recruit new age uh, employees and also you have to invest new age skill sets from those employees. So how are you building these uh, new age skill sets that the employees or the previous employees or whatever be how we are doing this okay so um so abhijit you know before i get into this particular answer this particular question i'll just let you know that you know as hr professional obviously today it's a very evolved organization or evolved world i would say and there's lots to do for everybody so yeah. yes i was with you know multiple organization multiple you know i would say mncs here in you know who had a lot of evolved practices but now you know, suddenly COVID and suddenly last three, four years have really shown us a very different aspect altogether. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about how are we building skills, first we need to understand what are those real skills that are required to be the fu- future of, you know, the future aged or probably I would say prepared 
that future organization uh-huh. so you know i mean in just i can talk about there are four key skills what i personally look at it and you know irrespective every level so whether most senior or the most junior everybody needs one is the innovation you know uh-huh. i mean innovation is going to be a need of an hour because one needs to be resourceful one needs to understand uh, understand you know how do i leverage whatever uh, is available and continue to come up with innovative practices within my own sphere of work uh, the other thing is agility now as i say agility you know i mean a very simple word that you know a quick response but then with the stability also so we just don't want only responses but the stability aspect the third thing is resilience you know i mean with so much happening i mean if we don't have that particular mindset of coping up with whatever stress or whatever issues or challenges we are facing i think a team will not be prepared you know mm-hmm. in terms of that particular thing. and fourth very very important thing is partnership mm-hmm. the new age talks about when all of us are working hybrid when all of us are working at various places how do we partner with various people in the organization external internal to grow the organization so so if i talk about these four key skills which are very important now how, what are we doing as an organizations so or my organizations we've been doing it important thing is how do we communicate that the importance of these four skills are there how do we imbibe them in our various learning curriculums in various interventions and various things so culturally are we looking at people hiring with these key four skills honestly none of us are prepared none of us have those skills ourselves also <laughs> so first is about ourselves that how how much are we preparing ourselves to you know accept that reality that these four things are required and then accordingly talk about that talk about to our senior management to our junior management to at all levels in the organization and the first thing is also go to the to our front levels which are uh, campuses because today the campuses are the first one that you know they enter this hybrid organization so with these four skill sets so i think probably these are the four the things what i can talk about that you know very important for us to pick it up and inbuild each and every part of it in the communication in the strategy of our workplace that how are we doing it i hope mm-hmm. i've answered that part yeah 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 correct so as you said um, this covid has really changed the perspective of the work culture and also the work environment and you know you have been worked on a manufacturing sector and also on worked on fmcg when it comes to the part of digitization uh, people would I have a belief saying that on a manufacturing sector the digitization adoption would be little less compared to the other industries but this covid has completely changed so definitely change management on digitization uh, was really an important one so what do you think what are you doing it differently on this regard on the change management for digital transport first thing is you know there's an acceptance which all of us had to brought in that we were digitally present earlier also maybe yeah. we were not accepting it yeah multinationals typically were always hybrid or i would say not hybrid but we were doing a lot of remote working like i was managing india middle east and africa my team was scattered across the country i mean i was just meeting them once or twice in a year mm-hmm. automatically in our mind also you know suddenly when covid came we thought okay you know we become remote no we were always there i think good thing happened that we've accepted the realities in covid we accepted that you know the significance of digital world which probably somewhere we were we knew that we have to do it but maybe mm-hmm. we were not giving so much of importance to it now coming to your question what you were saying that you know yeah, you are right that you know our manufacturing industry and fmcg or other companies are not as savvy digitally as probably all the it companies are but the pace is coming up you know a lot of things today also 
whether it's AI, whether it's recruitment. I mean, we've just stopped all recruitments, which is probably physical recruitment. We're just doing the video calls now. Yeah, yeah. But the first step itself has started. You know, we always used to be more comfortable. I need to see someone, just look at their hand movement, just look at their body language and only then decide that whether I want this person or I should get that comfort after meeting that person physically. Only mm-hmm. then I can recruit or uh, take a final call. But today we're not doing it. I think most of our hiring, we've just done virtually. You know, we've taken calls that. So I think that's the first step. So if you really see... Digitally, at every step, you know, at every process, there's an introduction within okay. HR. Let's say, example, recruitment uh, from sales team itself. I mean, I remember, you know, while uh, I was managing, I was the HR partner for one of the very critical sales organization. One of the step was very clearly how many field visits they are doing in a day. So maybe 10 or 12 field visits in a day was a mandatory thing. Now, with COVID restrictions coming in, I think it's all digitization. There is no field visits as a KPI anymore. You know, mm-hmm. how many customers are you meeting online also? I think how many customers you're pitching it. I think that's become most important. One, making them accepted by the team, employees themselves and what's in it for them, how much time they are saving and how much they can contribute by such discussions and, or I would say accepting the technology. But more important is actually making the managers also aware or the leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we keep talking about generational diversity. We still see a gap that, you know, we still move. suddenly after, I, I mean, I can see a sense that suddenly after COVID vanishing or I would say going away, suddenly the mindset of a supervisor or manager is still there. You know, how many visits are people making? How mm-hmm. many people are coming? to office they should be coming to here coming to office now acceptance we need to you know as leaders or for me it is very important to understand and help my team help my managers understand that what's in it for me to use and leverage the right technology you know for my own work because it is going to be helping my productivity. It is helping me to increase or reduce my cost at a lot of places. So if I'm talking about taking interviews online or if I'm talking about customer fa- customer calls online, it's saving my productivity. It's helping me reduce my travel, my cost, my uh, effectiveness. A lot of things are happening good. Maybe yeah. I need to help them. Now, that's where the entire change management curve works in. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, let, me, let my um, teams understand what's in it for them. How mm-hmm. can they use the technology better for themselves, for their own productivity, for their own efficiency, and then they move move forward? I think that's where the entire thing works. Now, what have I done in this entire process? You know, I mean, we uh, probably, you know, we really were the ad- early adapters in terms of, you know, understanding because we went through a major merger altogether, uh, you know, when COVID hit in. Mm-hmm. Now, when, when the merger happened across the country or, or I would say across the globe and the COVID is there, so, you know, all restrictions, no moving out, but you have to connect with people. So, yeah. you know, we started doing everything online, whether mm-hmm. it was your town halls, whether it was your one-on-one connects, whether it was your, uh, you know, integration meetings, everything. So we started leveraging it. So, you know, the, the entire cycle of change that, okay, today we are on the denial fact that, okay, I mean, I can't accept technology, but yeah. then gradually building, supporting the teams, understanding what's in it for them. And now I think it's very well integrated. People okay. appreciate and I'm sure you keep no, keep hearing people appreciate it so much that today everybody wants uh, hybrid. You know, people okay. want that flexibility. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to continue on the previous question, as you know, like you have been a part of a major role in uh, preparing the future ready workplace in sync when COVID hits, right? So again, everything COVID is gone now, everything is back onto office and people are going onto office. But what are some critical strategies that would help even just not for the not time being, but for the future perspective? What are all the HR leaders has to do to make their future ready workplace in place when there is some critical uh, scenarios like COVID hits or something on the future people would say, 
you can see you have seen in news like some countries are now made it mandatory to work from remote say like netherlands so what do you think like the hr leaders has to do to make this uh, digitization has to be in place uh, whatever be the scenario and uh, what all the hr leaders has to do and critical strategies to take place over here so so abhijit you know you've got uh, within this one question there's a multiple facets to it yeah, that correct. you know as a hr leader uh, looking at the digitization what uh, or you know certain situ- situations can keep on coming or mm-hmm. these issues can keep on happening now let's i don't know if you've heard about this word uh, we used to always call a vuca world that we are living in okay. a vuca world now, okay. from vuca we've actually moved to you know i mean i was going through but we've actually moved to a bani world okay. a bani world is is uh, b is you know brittle mm-hmm. you know it's so sensitive you know you really know don't know exactly what happens immediately in one hour, one hour also mm-hmm. you know a is agile you know then linear and i is incomparable or incomprehensible that you know you really don't know so it from the volatile or uncertain uncertainty we that uncertainty the time of that uncertainty is reduced so much we yeah. become so so complex is also a little more be- better word because you know people we, mm-hmm. uh, we can't comprehend what is going to happen next next day itself so you know i, I remember when you know when covid just came in and we used to always you know before covid it used to be okay for anything let's plan plan out the agenda plan out everything and then you know then we started uh, with covid happened the first week we uh, sent out the mailer to all our employees saying that okay for next three, two weeks everybody please work from home and then we'll keep you posted but suddenly this that two weeks became four weeks and then six weeks and then eight yeah. every week we were sending that mailers out and then it came in my mind you know what are we really doing because we just mm-hmm. can't comprehend there is no planning yeah, going on mm-hmm. uh, you know i mean in your mind okay after two weeks this is what i'm going to do once okay. office time but it's nothing happening mm-hmm. so you know i think that's the reality now for everyone it's a gig economy in fact you know i've been thinking about it that the few it is not only covid or i would say it is not only a hybrid but today if you look at multiple things have changed the the way people look at the economy is very different yeah, you great. know i mean you know when some you years back break in your career was always a taboo that you know how can you take a break in your career today the break in a career is not a taboo but it's a gig because that's what i want to do mm-hmm. you know the turnovers have increased because the workforce have become very global or i would say people can work from anywhere so hence you know the turnovers are much more there and because mm-hmm. of the talent crunch is also there because i mean wherever people want people to be working from the specific location you are definitely not g- getting the right set of people you know just mention about the digitization i mean there are some people who definitely are very good in accepting the digital space but some are not so there's a gap in talent also so there's so much happening now for us it becomes much more difficult i mean it and i will not say hr leaders but employ i mean managers supervisors every, for organizations rather i would say that to kind of you know strategize that how do i attract and keep that momentum on for all set of people you know so understand the need of the employees you know one uh, initially a policies used to be okay this one policy created it is applicable to everybody in the employee uh, everybody in the organization no it won't work like that today you know you have to make a more personal you know probably you have to create multiple sets of policies so that you know it caters to the right uh, set of employees and probably they feel more valued and more uh, it's more personalized rather i would say so one strategy is towards that in terms of make helping them understand then there there has to be a personal learning program also understand. you know when it is when there's a leadership commitment that okay we are there for you to support you uh, to help you look at this uncertain world to help you grow in that uncertain world because all of us are facing that problem so whether mm-hmm. managers are facing whether employees are facing all of us are facing yeah. so 
how can i provide that you know leadership commitment there and it will start from there if a leaders are committed towards the growth and i think that will happen and growth and digitization acceptance yes. of everything you know i mean my leader can't say i want to still write it down on paper and pen but then expecting my employees to be digital so no it needs to be practice what you preach or i would say you know walk the talk okay. i think that is very important the commitment aspect the other thing which so in building my strategy the other thing is also about the personal learning plan also giving making that environment of feedback that okay these are the the digital things what you've accepted very well these are the things you've accepted these are the things which you have not accepted very well now that is true and that has to be a two ways which is not only between employee that manager is giving the feedback to employee but it's also employee telling manager because not necessarily the manager has accepted everything you know manager is also open to understand maybe this is a gap for me because today i learn a lot from my younger generation they're much faster or better in terms of me when it comes to digital space Understood. so you know how do i help them you know how do i open that channel of feedback so that we work together and if you remember that's what i said it's partnership yeah, you correct. know the need the biggest need today is the partnership the partnership mm-hmm. is not only within team but across organization now that's what is going to be our winning strategy for future uh, and i think the last but not the least it is also about the blending uh, when i keep and again and i'm reiterating the fact is the, the blended learning part you know we need to help our team members understand then that you know learning is in their hand yeah. you know they have to grow so that ownership needs to come from a, from the employees and mm-hmm. they pick it up that if i have to grow if i have to develop i have to contribute what are the things what are the gaps i do have so should i go for a training program should i pick it up from my online should i use coursera whatever but there's mm-hmm. so much so much available but how do i continue to work on that i understand I understand yeah so we have already said like how, what all the strategies are what all the things that you need to adapt and especially when you said on the learning perspective we are now it has completely become a 360 degree so previously yeah. the, the tradition would be like a top down now you're learning a more and more digitization from the people who are coming out of universities right because they have got and especially we we never know like we can uh, finish our degree by doing an online program for uh, two years in the covid right so they definitely are much aware of the digitization what they have done that they have done in university so the last few words from your side a few words of advice to our community on preparing themselves for the future of work what would that be yeah, uh, so abhijit i think this probably i'll i'll break this into various levels or i would say uh, various generations you know mm-hmm. for every generation it would be a different advice if we start with our university graduates now as you just mentioned that you know yeah. they've just come back from the you know they've actually got their degrees after learning online and yeah. now they're so probably the practical knowledge is not there which which is still required mm-hmm. you know so now my piece of advice to this set of employees or i would say this set of pass out is definitely there that they have to own their learning themselves mm-hmm. you know i mean if they are expecting that too much of flexibility needs to be there i have still have to work from home so you know they have to talk about the 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 delivery the kpis because you right now when we say hybrid hybrid does is not only about work from home hybrid model but hybrid is everywhere the new age technology and the old age part so everything is hybrid Our yeah, way of so, working is also hybrid. Everything mm-hmm. is hybrid. So yeah. they probably do not do not understand what was the earlier way of working. Yeah. So how do we? How do they ensure they show that ownership, their zeal of learning, and in an environment which where probably they're not even meeting the supervisors for a mm-hmm. year. So you know that is a very important aspect. Leaving behind a lot of those, I would say, a thought process that I'm digitally very fit. Maybe my manager does not know very well. So probably they may have to let go some of those inhibitions and try and work on as much I gain it from every. everybody from around from reading for talking to my uh, supervisors managers my peers my colleagues whatever so i think 
that is going to be an exceptionally and very important aspect for our the front you know our future people who are just entering the organization now coming to the middle management you know i mean once you've joined in and now you get into middle management here my advice to them is that they need to understand how will they manage the juniors who are digitally so savvy and the seniors who probably have are still not savvy or still they don't understand that much very well the skills of managing people will be very different people mm-hmm. whom they are not even seeing for a year or two years you know who are so digital so remote you know their expectations are different their thought process is different so you know we have to really help them understand and learn that nuances of you know dealing the two sets of very different people or different mindset of people i think that will be very important aspect for them the other thing is to continue upgrading themselves in terms of their learning also you know i mean that and third very important for this mid management is networking creating their own sponsors now networking in this area where you're not meeting people how do you create they will have to figure it out you know who are my right people who are my sponsors who will fight for me whom should i reach out to how do i create my visibility i think those three very important factors would be there and the last which is for the senior leadership team i think you know we may say that they are already leaders but there's a lot of development even there required a piece of advice you know because probably for us there was a huge change we didn't uh, we had a complete different way of education and learning altogether mm-hmm. or probably getting into the workforce has been very different so you know how do we open our mind be much more receptive to the new new requirement to the, the needs of the people and yeah. try making our policies more not basis what i feel as a leader but what more my team thinks or you know more mm-hmm. the requirement of this future leaders because i always say people who are more junior they are future leaders to do organization you know for anybody because they are a future future who will grow our organization who will grow our country who will grow this world i mean we will mm-hmm. come and yeah 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 great 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 so thanks a lot palavi that's great piece of information uh, we have now uh, the over listeners have understood like how to prepare the future of a future ready workspace and also how people from different generation have to adopt digitization and what all the different strategies that you can take place on digitization so thanks a lot thanks a lot for your time palavi it was a great conversation so uh, thanks everyone who have been listening to our podcast until next time this is abhijit signing off on the shape of work podcast thanks palavi thanks for your time thank you thank you abhijit